welcome to Conversations About Life. Well, thanks, Bernie, for having this conversation with me. And I, I've heard a little bit about you from my mom and dad, and it sounds like you have an interesting background, an interesting story to your life. I do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to let everyone know, you're a neighbor of my mom and dad down here in the country in Black Missouri. And how long have you been living down here? How long have I been living down? Yeah. It's uh, 30 years. Okay, so you've been down here for a pretty good while then. Quite, quite a bit, yes. Yeah. So um, I think mom and dad said, well, you just were talking about it re- earlier. You're originally from Germany, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you were around 11 years when you came mm-hmm. to the United States? Absolutely, yes. Well, how did that all work out? Um, what brought you to the United States and how did? what was your growing up experience? What was that like when you were in Germany? Well, as you probably know, there was a war going on. Okay. And I was a kid. Okay. Uh, and uh, um, for many, many uh, like years even, you know, kids were left alone. You know, it, it's the, uh, the war kind of takes, takes it out of everyone, you know. Mm. Yeah. And what a decade was this? What time period? Well, I was born in 1939. 1939, okay. And I left there uh, when I was 11. Okay, I see. Right. So so a war was going on. It was, yeah. And then um and then what um what was your family like? Well, that's uh, that's a story that I, you know, it's it's interesting, and yet again, it's it's really not that interesting. The um, the war takes takes it out of everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. Children are left alone, and um, I know many a times I walked in the woods by myself. And tried to pick up some foods that was left over by by the soldiers. Which soldiers? I had no idea, because there were many soldiers in Germany during that time. Mm-hmm. But you know, you got to eat. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then your um, I think your mom said. I mean, my mom said that your um, dad was in the war. He was a soldier. Or yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And um, and then did you have siblings? Yes. Okay. Did I have? Or, or did right. You, did no, you? no, no. From, uh, uh, from, well, I'm not sure which mom and dad you're talking about. Oh, no, I was just saying my mom said that you had, your dad was in the war. Yeah. He was in the war. And then I was just asking, did you have brothers and sisters? I do. You do? Okay. All right. I have two sisters, and I'm not sure if they're still alive or not. Okay. I haven't talked with them or seen them in many, many years. Okay. And uh, I had one brother, and, uh, and, and he was 
one of the many people who didn't make it through the war. Okay. He was in his uh, teens, and he and three of his friends one day were uh, out hiking in the woods. You know, we were in a, in a children's home, you know. And um, they found what they thought was a toy. Hmm. It turned out to be a a blow. A, 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 what do you call that? Uh, yeah. It's a... Like an explosive? An explosive, right. Yeah. Okay. And they didn't know that. Hmm. Wow. So they all got killed, of course. And I was just on my way to find out what they had found out in the woods. But then my shoelace broke, and I tied it up. And now, after the fact, I, I realize, you know, it was probably God who made my, to- my, my sh- uh, shoelace break so that I was not able to go out Right. Where, where I wanted to be. So in that explosion, uh, were several people killed, or, or just your brother? Or? Four. Four, okay. All four of them were killed. Oh, wow. That must have been a big explosion. It, it was. How old were you? I think I was uh, eight, eight or nine. Okay, yeah. So your dad, so you mentioned you were in a children's home. Yeah. Because your dad was away. And then what about your mom? Where was she? Okay, now, uh, if you're talking about my uh, my natural mother and father, yeah, uh, my father was a doctor okay. in uh, East Prussia. I don't know if you know that country. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's on the uh, outside edge of Germany and right. uh, and on the other side of the Ural Mountains is Russia. Okay. So, but uh, he was a doctor. First thing they did was grab all the, uh, the soldiers. First thing they did was grab all the people who had something to offer them, hmm. like a business or doctors, nurses, whatever. They needed all of those for a war. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that so your dad, uh, your fa- your natural father, he had to la- leave because he was valuable. Yeah, and they, they grabbed him and p- took him somewhere I don't know where. Okay, and he l- died actually in the 1960s. Okay, so he made it through the war. Then. Yeah, and what about your mom? Uh, when your dad left, were you, was your mom still alive? No. Oh, okay. My mom had tuberculosis. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> when we kids were little, you know, they were two years apart. We were the kids, you know, two, four, six, and eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, some nurses decided it would be a nice. Uh, our mother was in the hospital, uh, waiting to die. I guess I don't know. But uh, they thought it would be a good idea for our mother to see us kids maybe one last time. Mm. So we we were brought into the room, and I saw my mother laying in bed, 
And I ran over to her, jumped on the bed. I was two years old. Hmm. And somebody tried to stop me, but I was there, you know. So uh, my mother had TB, and she died from it, too. Hmm. But as a result, I had... I developed TB also. Oh, I see. Wow. I did not die from it, however. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember having it? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, so then, um, how did... Um, well, is it, I was going to say, how did you end up in the United States? But first, is there anything else you want to tell me about just life in the children's home or just life uh, during the war or anything while you were over there in Germany? Well, that's... Uh, I mean, it's, it's such a, a wide subject because uh, you cannot always do what you want to do or, or, or go where you want to go even if you are older than just a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the war takes more tools than, than just uh, killing you know, it's the people just, some of them had to, you know, just couldn't survive it because, you know, they'd lost so many of their own people and then, you know, they kind of wanted to know what's the point in living then, you know. That's what people were asking themselves. You know? yeah. and, and I agree with that, I mean. What's the point in living if there is a war that encompasses the entire world, you know? Hmm. So. It's a pretty dark time. Sure was, yeah. Yeah. And and I guess, um, I don't know what that would be like from a kid's perspective. Like uh, when you're a kid... You don't really understand how the world works and sure. stuff. Yeah. Um, did you feel like this was an unusual period for the world to be in, or did it just seem? I mean, that's kind of all you knew, I guess. Huh? Like, the, really? I mean, it's. Excuse me. It's you know, when there's a war, that involves everyone not just the soldiers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people who live in the cities were killed, you know, with bombs, whatever. And uh, so it's it's not something that you can walk away from. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe, but most of the time not. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so you ended up in the, in the United States. How did that work out? Well, that's an interesting story. Uh, there were two people in uh, St. Louis that, that came from Germany when they were uh, younger, uh, back in the 20s, uh, 1920s. And they had brothers and sisters of a huge family. They all came over. Hmm. And uh, most of them had kids. Uh, but my... Um, my new mother and father did not have children, so they wanted one, hmm. one child, and, and that was me. So you got picked. Yep. And uh, 
So was that common for people in the children's home to be adopted? Not really. It depends on the circumstances, I would think. Mm -hmm. If there is something really bad going on, perhaps so. But just in ordinary circumstances, uh, you know, you're you're in a children's home, you... and when, when that's over, you know, you do something else, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so what was it like to, to get that news? I mean, was that, I guess it was pretty, uh, must have been kind of exciting for you to be leaving and be going to the United States and being joined to a family? And Well, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not always the, you know, the, the best way to, to put it, uh, when they told me that I was going to go to America, I said, no, I don't want to go, you know. Hmm. So, but uh, I said, well, you're going to go anyway. But so they put me in a Volkswagen and drove me to Bremerhaven, which is a, a city in Germany near uh, in, in, at the uh, North Sea and put me on a ship. Mm-hmm. The ship's name was S.S. Baloo. Mm-hmm. It was made out of rusty iron, mm-hmm. steel, whatever. And it took 13 days for that ship to cross the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I was sick for 13 days. <laughs> yeah. So why didn't you want to come to the United States? I didn't know what it was all about. You yeah. know? The United States was in the war, too, you know? Yeah. I mean, so it's it wasn't just uh, uh, German people that were had, uh, you know, the war behind them, but but there are so many countries that went uh, that were uh, fighting in that war, and that's of course why they called it World War, you know, right? World War Two, and um, yeah, and I guess in, even at the children's home, you did you. You knew your life there. You had friends, I imagine, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, when you met your new family, um, did you you like them? uh, How did that work out? I was uh, not sure. See, they sent me over on a ship. They Mm -hmm. didn't go with me on the ship and then they put me on a plane in New York mm-hmm. and they stayed in St. Louis so mm-hmm. so I uh, I went by by ship and by uh, by plane to St. Louis and my new parents I they were uh, what a lot older than I thought they would be mm-hmm. because you know yeah you know they didn't have any kids and and well, she, they just just wanted some some kid around, mm-hmm. and uh, I figured that was me, so I may as well do the play the part, you know. Yeah, and then what part of St. Louis did they live in? North St. Louis. Okay. A natural bridge in Kings Highway, that okay. area. Yeah, and then did you start going to school in the area? Actually, yes. See, I did not speak English, of course. Oh, okay, wow. 
So they put me in fifth grade. I was 11 years old. Mm -hmm. They put me in fifth grade in the school. And I, <laughs> I was just wondering why all these people are talking in gibberish here, you know. Hmm. But they weren't, you know. But your, your mom and dad could speak German, right? Some. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, was, they speak, they spoke rather... Um, we called it aufgemixte pickles, you know, <laughs> words that were not really words, but but they used them like words, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, did, well, so I guess that was pretty challenging, learning English, and uh, you had to do that before you could do much of anything really, else, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, I was, uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the pastor of the church uh, had two sermons, one English, one German. Okay. So, you know, I learned quite a bit from that. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. of course, she also spoke German, not just from the church, but, you know, just with other people. So uh, I learned a lot of English from him. Okay. So um, so it was a German church. Does that mean it was Lutheran? It was Lutheran, yes. Okay, yeah. And um, then your mom and dad were involved in that, and it was like a kind yeah. of a German community, I guess. Yes. And actually, the church was built by some of the immigrants from Germany that came with, uh, with, the, with my mom and dad and other people. And one among them, was a, uh, a, a stonemason. Mm -hmm. uh, Berkeleyer, he, he could do everything with stones, bricks, whatever. And he built the church. Uh, it's still there, I think, a natural bridge in clay. Okay. And there was a school right next to it also. Is that he, where you went to school then? That's where I started school, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then... Um, Okay, and then after that, you went on to high school and yep. that type of thing. Okay. Um, the first grade I went into high school uh, was at uh, the Roosevelt High School, which was, I would say, about 80 or so percent black. Okay. And I didn't care what they were, you know. I mean, they were people... And uh, I couldn't speak German, but they tried to speak to me, and I said, yep, 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 you know, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, I only went there one year. Mm -hmm. But then my, my mom and dad bought a plot of land in Sunset Hills. It's an acre for $500. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, build a house. You know, it's a very nice-looking house. They had people who were contractors that came over from Germany and helped them to build the house, and, and they did a wonderful job. Okay, wow. So your mom and dad were of means, I guess, to be able to do that type of thing, huh? Uh, means is probably not the best word. Okay. Um, it was 
you know, if you can buy a plot of land for five hundred dollars in, yeah. in what is now a, you know, a, a pretty isolated area as far as uh, you know, people having things like good houses and mm-hmm. whatever. But uh, I lost my talk. That's okay. Um, just talking. So you you went through high school and. Um, and then I guess that those years were just study and learning and getting to know your mom and dad better and things well, like that. Yes, of course. I I made friends mm-hmm. and uh, and in school and <clears throat> but my mom and dad were strictly I think you know, the way things needed to be done is the way things needed to be done. For example, I was not allowed to wear blue jeans going to school. Hmm. And that irritated me because everybody was wearing blue jeans hmm. when they go to school. Mm-hmm. So anyway. So they were kind of strict a little bit. They were, yes. Yeah. Um. And I guess you had a big family. I mean, you had a lot of aunts and uncles? Yes. Yeah. Cousins? Well, plenty of them, because there was a whole group of people in the early 20s that came over from Germany. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's... Well, that was after the First World War, I believe, right? And before the Second World War. So they, they, they did the right thing by choosing, you know, the right time to come over. Otherwise, they would never have made it, you know. Right. Well, what happened after high school? Well, I, my mom and dad said, well, you're going to go to school, to to, uh, to college. And I said, oh, okay. So they sent me to Washington U, which is... Oh, wow. uh, which is even today is, is a well thought of school. Yeah. And that back then it was too. I stayed in there for two years. Mm-hmm. That was it. Okay. <laughs> Didn't care much for school life then, huh? Not, uh, not so much, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it is so different from high school to college that, you know, it, you cannot compare the two, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I I said, well, I've done my high school, and I uh, maybe I'll go back to college later on. You know, like some people say that don't have the chance, the chance or the in- inclination to do it right away. And yeah. that's, of course, the best way to do it is to jump right into it from high school. And if you wait like a couple of years or so, chances are you're never going to finish it. You know? Yeah. So when you got out, what did you start doing? Did you get a job or what What was next? Well, I, that was a good question. I, I, I took jobs off and on and uh, several companies uh, and, you know, I was... Not sure how far I could get that with that. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I don't remember much about my 
after my college days. It was, uh, well, you know, I was out in public, <laughs> not having uh, to uh, go into school, uh, and and I think I learned quite a bit, even though I I uh, I didn't want to go beyond that, you know. <laughs> and then, did you marry? No. Oops. Not side, not right away. Not right away. No. Okay, so you were just, um, I guess, kind of making your path through life with different jobs and stuff like yep. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then, what happened next in your life? What was the big next big thing? Was it marriage, or were other things happening first um, that were kind of any other big events? Well. Uh, after I got out of school, I kind of wanted to go back to Germany. Oh, did you? Okay. Just to see. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to know where my my parents were buried, if they were, well, they were dead by then. Yeah. And uh, my, my siblings didn't know where they were. You know, my brother was dead, you know. Mm-hmm. But my sisters, I didn't know where they were. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wanted to go to Germany, kind of find myself there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I joined the army. Oh, did you? Wow. <laughs> but, uh, but the stipulation that you sent me to Germany, Germany, you know. Yeah. And they did not. Oh. <laughs> but it, I, I, got, I came close. Mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, I went to... Uh, uh, Okay, where's the first one? Basic training, right? Yeah. In uh, Kansas, then uh, advanced uh, training in uh, East Coast in Pennsylvania somewhere, I think. Mm -hmm. And then the next step for them was to put me on a plane or on a ship and send me to Germany. Mm -hmm. Well, as it happens... While we are in in, in there, the, um, the some of the headquarter people, who uh, I don't know had nothing much else to do, took money out of the safe that didn't belong to them, mm-hmm. including mine. I had three hundred dollars in that. So they told me the next day, "Well, your money is gone, and and I'm sorry, we can't send you to Germany." I said, why not? He says, well, that's just the, the army way, you know. Okay. That was great. Huh? <laughs> so then they sent me to Fort Benning, Georgia. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. How many years did you do in the army? Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. Um, what happened after? Did you ever make it to back to Germany then? Never. Oh, you never did? Okay. Yeah. Have have you um, been able to um, hear from your sisters? I've heard from one of my sisters. Okay. And uh, and she was the youngest, uh, and uh, she was uh, adopted in Germany by a, a company that had. Uh, 
a conditorai, I don't know if you know what that is, a sweet shop, you know, like... Okay. Yeah. And um, they, they adopted her, and, uh, and I guess, you know, I, I heard her from her once or twice, but uh, it kind of fizzled also. I, we lost touch, and so I don't know. But she had a, a good life. I, I, I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah. And um, so then you got out of the Army, and um, what kind of work were you doing? Um, did, you, did you have a particular trade in, in your life, or were you just kind of from this job to that job and so forth? No, no. I've, I had some things that I was really good at. Okay. At, you know, mechanical drawing. Oh, okay. That was, wow. that was one of my strong suits. And, uh, uh, you know, and making things, out, you know, building things. Mm-hmm. That was uh, also, you know, I, I could see myself having a, a trade in the building trade, mm-hmm. like whether it be houses or whatever else. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't ever get to quite to that point. Yeah. And then how has your mom and dad done, you know, here in America, how, in the United States, how did, um, have, have they done well and did you keep up with them and were you, you know, family life going well and stuff like that? Well, not really, see. Uh, they were old. Hmm. Okay. You know, they were about 60 years old when they adopted oh, me. I see, wow, yeah. And I kind of thought, you know, I needed to have somebody younger to be my parents. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I mean, just for the heck of it, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, they lived for quite a while after that. Okay. Both of them were born in the 1800s. Okay. <laughs> and uh, my dad died at 94 and my mom died at uh, I think ninety two. Okay. So they had long lives, and they had a long life. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And um, what happened next for you after you know after the army and just what was the next big thing that happened in your life? Well, I looked into radio. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> well, you got a good voice for it. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, I went to a school in, uh, in Clayton, uh, you know, to learn how to be a DJ. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that I didn't really want to be a DJ. I just wanted to be the person who talks on the radio <laughs> and not just does the, 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 the stuff that everybody does in, uh, you know, Make crack jokes, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. I may have done a little bit of that, but but I uh, yeah I I had a good ba- basic background yeah, in about I think about about six 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 years, mm-hmm. and after that uh, somebody said. Why don't you try to get a job in the St. Louis radio? 
Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, I never thought of that before. But I did that. I, and KXOK, I don't know if you remember that or not. KXOK. 63 on your dial. Not for, yeah, I don't remember that for sure. <laughs> I remember KMOX. KMOX, everybody knows KMOX. Yeah. So uh, I, um, I, I did sales for them. Okay. And uh, that lasted for about uh, three years. KXOK was on the verge of going out. Okay. You know, they were a talk station, just like KMOX. Mm-hmm. But KMOX was the talk station. Mm-hmm. And KXOK was the also ran, you know. So uh, they, they, got, they, they put them on the station on the sales block. And before they sold it, I looked around for what else I could, you know, I would lose my job then, most likely. But there was a, a classical music station in St. Louis, mm-hmm. KWK, I think it was, all classical music. Mm-hmm. And they were looking for a sales manager. And I applied for the job and got it because no one else really applied it. Because when you're talking radios, you you want numbers, big numbers, for it to be a success. Mm-hmm. A small number radio station is really not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it lasted two years because it, there just wasn't anything there for me, you know. Mm-hmm. I had employees who didn't know how to sell radio, mm-hmm. and, you know, I had to teach them how, and I didn't know either, but I learned. We all learned, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. And then then at some point you married? You found a, yes. Okay. How old were you then? I was 25. 25, okay. <laughs> so you're still a young man. Yes. Okay. And um, so, um, where, where did you meet your wife at? I found her <laughs> at Steak and Shake okay. in Rock Hill. Walked through there, and whoa, there she was, sitting on the in a table in the break room, and she was a doll. Yeah. <laughs> she was. So you know, after after I talked with her for a little bit, you know, I came back. Uh, a couple of times, and and we started dating. Mm-hmm. The problem that I was unaware of: she was fifteen. Oh, she was young. <laughs> <laughs> she was young, yes. Yeah. And uh, she had told me she was eighteen. I see. So that's. And I I say no. Well, no, I. You know, we didn't do anything, but. She lied to me, mm-hmm. but I loved her anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so you married her? No. Oh, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, I married another girl. Okay. From that same steak and shake. Okay. She worked inside. Now the girl that I first met worked outside. You know, running. And uh, now this one. I married. Okay. So you must have been a, a regular at Steak and Shake then, huh? Well, she worked there, yeah. Yeah, but you yeah. must have been a regular patron 
Um, well, found two girls there. <laughs> yeah. Well, once I found one, I figured, well, there has to be more. <laughs> okay, so you married her, and um, and then I guess uh, did you guys settle down there in that area? Let's see. Yes, we did, as a matter of fact. And uh, <clears throat> now she had four children already. Oh, okay. And then we had another child, mm-hmm. and uh, he is now 48 years old. <laughs> okay, wow. So, so, um, so how was that? Did you enjoy married life? Yes. Yeah. I was married to her for 30 years, and that was a wonderful time of my life. Oh, wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your, your wife passed away? Yes, she did. Okay. Um, well, how did you end up way down here in Black Missouri? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow, all right. But ac- actually, <clears throat> there's another part to that uh, story. Okay. The, wo- the, the, the woman that I first uh, liked, mm-hmm. you know, and didn't marry, she, I decided, well, maybe I should marry her, and I did. Okay. I see. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so she was still available after all she, that time. She was still available. Yes. Okay. And we were married for twenty years, and then she died too. Okay. Now, they both died down here in Black Missouri, in the house that I've been living for like thirty years. Okay, right down here at the front yeah. of the lane. Right. Okay. Um. So you moved down here when you were married to your first wife? Yes. Okay. And um, so did you enjoy your second marriage too? Yes, I did. Wow. Well, you're a fortunate man. I was, indeed. two good marriages. Um, And then then your second wife, so that's like about 50 years of marriage or more. 50, yes. That's not too long ago, I guess, when she passed away. Really? She passed away five years ago. Five years ago. Okay. And uh, and you've been living down here quite a while. Were you just wanting to get out of the city? Is that why you moved down here? No, not really. I uh, still didn't have a life occupation that I, okay. I thought I should have. And uh, so I, I looked into what I wanted to do. And I saw a, a TV commercial. Somebody was advertising uh, businesses. You know, it, all you have to do. So, uh, you know, for that, it cost $25,000. You had to go to uh, uh, Wisconsin somewhere where the headquarters of this company was. Mm-hmm. And I looked this over and I said, well, wow, this, this could be something. They made stuff out of fiberglass, mm-hmm. which is, uh, um, well, I've, I've done that ever since. Uh, and now I am, yeah, I'm, I'm moving out of my place now. I've sold my, my, okay. my house and, and, and lot. And, uh, <clears throat> And I uh, have one of my stepchildren 
who had done well in St. Louis in the business. He's building fences and uh, swimming, uh, swimming pools uh, and all kinds of stuff out of, uh, you know, that, that he could easily do with a number of people. He, he hired maybe 10, 12 people, mm-hmm. and, and, and he showed them how to, how to make a fence out of wood, metal, and whatever else. So he he had a real good business going, mm-hmm. and and I I decided that if I left here, you know, I would go live with him. Okay. And his wife, you know. I see. And because they wanted me in there, you know. Okay. And while you were down here, you were working like that fiberglass business? Yes. That, okay, making things out of fiberglass. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a weaving problem. You know, I, it's hard to explain. I'd have to show it to you or the, or the, the product uh, itself. And it, you know, it is something that I thought, wow, why didn't I think of this on my own? I didn't, wouldn't have had to spend $25,000 to get That's a lot of money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I was... And then, you know, I, my second wife and I, we uh, went to convention centers. That's it. Okay. Yeah. My, my mom is showing us a piece of it. I see. It looks kind of like wicker type of material. Right. That's why we call it all-season wicker. Okay. <laughs> and what, was that a good business for you? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We... We most of the time we we brought in over a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, wow! And that was that was a good business for me. Yeah. And uh, but you know this goes on for a while, and uh, I wanted some another product mm-hmm. that you know the, doing stuff for a party and wedding. Uh, uh, it, it's good, but I wanted something that was more outreaching than than party and, and weddings. Mm-hmm. So I came up with a new product, which I'm building now. Okay, it's a a cross, about a little over nine foot tall. Okay, and uh, it's a it's a. Instead of being a small post, uh, uh, it, it's like a foot up and across. Okay. And uh, and I I have a sample that I uh, made, but I want to make those. And first, I want to give one of those crosses to my church in in black because I've been there for like several years now, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so it's I I have that that one sample, but but I wanted to make a few more so that I, if uh, somebody else needed one, maybe I could look into selling them. Right. And some people say, "But you can't sell the cross that Jesus died on." And I says, "Well, he didn't die on this cross, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that." But right. So anyway. I have then 
I, I'm still thinking that this is going to do a f really good business for me. Yeah. So you started off in um, like church, your community when you were a boy here in the United States, yeah. and then now you've been involved at um, the local Baptist church here for several years. Yeah. So were you have you throughout your life were you always involved in Christianity? No. No. Okay. So uh, certainly not during the war. <clears throat> okay. And. Uh, my parents, my new parents here, <clears throat> they uh, when they moved to Sunset Hills, they changed churches uh, and uh, went to the church that one of their uh, you know people had uh, had made. You know, the, uh, and it's on. Let's see. A natural bridge and clay is okay. the church. It's a stone church, beautiful stone church. And uh, they built uh, the school with that also, which I, uh, I intended the first two years. And, uh, and that might still be a, a church. I haven't been back there in many years now. Okay. But I, I really don't do need to do that because that's part of my history, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, um, how did, um, I guess, like, uh, well, how did you get involved in um, Christianity, um, you know, in later life or down here? Or how did that happen? Down here. Down here, okay. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so how did that work out? What happened? Uh, a gentleman named... <laughs> He's her husband. Oh, okay. My dad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, one day, you know, I was talking to him, and he said, you know what? Uh, why don't you come to church with me? And I says, you know what? I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. So from then on, you know, I uh, I went to church okay. at the Baptist church. And, and I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I guess like uh, here you've lived a long a long life. So um, is there anything that you've learned in life that's made a big difference to you? That um, you know, you wish you knew earlier, or um, uh, like, is there anything you've learned about life that you want to share? Yeah. Um, uh, quadratic equations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I, I always I was I was always interested in math. Yeah. But uh, past uh, this uh, regular high school, I I really didn't pursue that. But I uh, I kind of looked it up every so often, you know, see if, if I could learn something on my own. You know. Yeah. So you've learned about quadratic equations. I didn't learn it. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> okay. And it's. So are you serious? Is that what has your interest right now? 
My interest right now is making crosses. Okay. Right. And <laughs> and um, and then is so. What does the cross mean to you? Like, what's the significance of it? You know, of course, Jesus died on a cross. Correct. So, um, why? And that's kind of like the the most important thing of Christianity. It's Jesus Absolutely. dying on the cross. Yes. So, what does that mean to you? Or why is? Well, how would you put it? What's in, what's important about Jesus dying on the cross? Everything, everything. It is, it is the, the, this, the. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to think here? It's the, the, the most, the biggest part of our Christianity is Jesus dying on the cross. And, um, you know, this is, people are trying to take that out of their religion today, but, you know, I, I, I don't think it should ever be taken out of their religion, you know. Mm-hmm. Jesus died on the cross, and he, he, I mean, I know he had to have just a great amount of pain to, to undergo that. And I've always wondered, would I be able to do that? And I keep saying, uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, to be nailed to a cross, I mean, that's... That's got to be take take a lot of thinking before you're just going to say, "Yeah, I'll do it." You know? Right. Um, well, how has that affected you? Um, like, what difference does that make to you if Jesus died on a cross? It made a lot of difference. See, Jesus, you know, is is the backbone of the Christian religion. And, uh, you know, we have to understand that, that just because, uh, you know, there are other religions, the Christian religion, I feel, is perhaps the most important religion uh, in the world, even though there, there are much, many, many more religions in the world. And, you know, but the cross, that's where it's at. Okay. Um, Well, um, I went through um, an exercise recently on making a life plan, and it's just kind of an exercise where you kind of chart out what's important to you, and it helps sure. you with decisions in the future, mm-hmm. kind of intentionally going in a direction that aligns with your values and what's you know. And it started off by asking you how you want it to be remembered. So when I was doing this exercise, I did like a little essay on like how I want it to be remembered. Yeah. So so I'll turn that question over to you. Um, if you have any thoughts about it, like how would uh, you, Bernie, like to be remembered? Well, I haven't given it a whole lot of thought, but uh, obviously I'd like to be remembered as a, being a good father, being a, a good friend to the people that, that I know. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, just uh, along those lines. Right. Yeah. What part of your life do you enjoy a whole lot that you find really satisfying? Well, for the last 30 years, I enjoyed living down here. Yeah. In, in, what, in, the, in black. <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, strange that, that it's the, the name of this town is just black. People say, black what? You know? <laughs> <laughs> just black. Yeah, just black. Yeah. And uh, What do you like about down here? Well, I like the the the, the area, yeah. the, the countryside, the people. The people are so much different here than they are in the city. In the city, they walk away from you, and here they say, "Hi, how are you doing?" You know. Mm. So it's uh, you know this is a a very good place mm -hmm. to grow up. You know, this is a really beautiful. Missouri's a beautiful state, isn't it? Yes, it is. All the hills and rocks and yep. rivers. Um, well, do you have um, any thoughts for like younger people um, as far as like uh, how to live life well or um, uh, anything along those lines? Uh, and how do you mean that? Like, um, kind of looking back, um, what advice would you have given to yourself, the Bernie of like 30 years ago or 40 years ago? Is there anything you would have, like from your perspective now, that you would have told yourself if you had the chance to do well, it? Well, I one of the things I would have said is stay in school. Okay. Yeah. And that's really, it's... Probably the most important part of, of growing up, you know, is you got, you got to learn as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you have to be able to see if you can make something out of that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know. You have any particular uh, routines that you've um, kind of are doing now that um, are like, uh, you know, really meaningful to you or a, a a part of your life that you like, any kind of daily routines or weekly routines that, you know, you do that's kind of interesting? Well, it's uh, just life in general here. It's, uh, it's really so much different than life in the city. Yeah. And, and I hate to leave here, but see, I am old. Okay. And I don't need to get older and and not have not have the ability to enjoy it you know right so it'll be good living with the with your family yep that's good well bernie it's been really good to talk with you i've enjoyed it and it's been good just to hear more about your life that's wow. really an interesting story yes, thank so. you it's interesting to hear you Uh, stuff from you too so you know i didn't know you were their son yeah yeah <laughs> really yeah me and i uh, and jeff and cindy so there's three of us my goodness yeah, yeah. 
They might have told me that, but uh, yeah, you know how it is when you get older, you lose um, your memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah from, I hear that that's just a part of getting older. It's just something we no, all have no, to no kidding, deal with. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, and I wish you well as you move, as you make some changes in your life. I hope that you enjoy that and it goes well for thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.